TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, boy. Everything coming together this time of year in one day. 3M opens. Scott Piercy playing awfully well. Um, I heard Tom Lehman talking about the design of that course a little bit earlier, later today. Um, enshrinement for Jim Cott and uh, Tony Oliva, along with David Ortiz, and uh, out in uh, Cooperstown, which is quite a festival. Joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, the one lonely Molly's thinking of, PR person extraordinaire, but also a, a huge Twins fan who made the trek to Cooperstown. Uh, she's gotten to know Tony Oliva quite well and, uh, and has been a huge Twins fan for a long time. Molly, thank you for joining us. Paint the picture. What is it like in Cooperstown today on Hall of Fame Sunday? Well, Maxie, I'm in the middle of baseball heaven right here. I am surrounded by thousands and thousands of people. I'm looking at the chairs that Tony and Jimmy Cott will sit in soon and speak from, and I'm just on top of the world. This is fantastic. You know, baseball is a special sport. It's so so much camaraderie. Everybody's so friendly. Everybody's going, oh, can I take a picture? You know, friendly, 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 and everybody's so enthused. Pete? Well, and there's so much tra- tradition that goes on as well, and it's it's great to see guys like uh, a guy like Jim Cott. Matter of fact, uh, you know, getting his opportunity, right, Molly? I mean, this is this is this is heaven, and it's we got a couple of twins that are stepping in there with Tony O. Right, right. And last night was the parade of Hall of Famers, so we saw the ones that already went in, like Bert and Paul Molitor and uh, St. Paul boy Dave Winfield, and then of course we got a good wave from Tony and Kitty. So. It's fantastic. But I got to tell you, there's a lot of red in this audience for Red Sox Nation. <laughs> yeah, they could just yeah. drive. But explain what it's like, Molly, because what happens is you, you walk down through downtown and all of a sudden you're at a park and it's just an open park. Uh, and yeah, I've attended one of them and, and that's where you watch the induction ceremony. But yeah, along the lines, you know who the Twins fans are. As you mentioned, who the Red Sox fans are. What's it like to bond with the Twins fans, some that you knew, some that you never knew uh, until this weekend? Well, you have the one thing in common, the love of baseball and the love of your twins. And so many people are here for Tony and screaming for him. But it's it's just like, it's almost like a mini family. I don't want to get mushy, but it's like, you know, everybody, even though you never met. Yeah, exactly. Molly, have you ever had the have you ever had the chance to get to a uh, you know the the NFL Hall of Fame and, and those inductions ever? I'm just I'm just trying to figure no. out you know from comparisons how different or 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 maybe how similar they are. Um, no, sir. I believe that baseball is the superior sport, and that's the one I follow. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, you're, you're, you're dying right. to beat now. <laughs> 
I'm it's sorry, all good. sir. Uh, we're, no, we're all bad children, but baseball's number one. <laughs> well, Tony, you know Tony quite well, Molly. Uh, what, uh, I do. Uh, this meant a lot to you because you had this relationship with him for a long time, oh. promoting events that he's in. He's been in charities you've been involved in. You've known him for right. a long time. Right, yeah. I used to um, help Carmen Killebrew with publicity for his charity functions, and that, between that and a restaurant I used to work on, I got to use uh, meat. Tony and Gordette quite a bit. So they waved to me in the parade. It was thrilling. And um, I just, oh, I'm just so happy for him. I could just <laughs> squeeze him if he was here. I wanted to keep yeah. him in bubble wrap every day before now. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. Well, Molly, you have a yeah. good time out there and visit with him. And we'll, 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 we'll try to listen when you start to cheer when they announce him today because it's quite an experience. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to talk twins. You Thanks, bet. Molly Stanky giving us a Cooperstown live report. Uh, you know, Pete, I've been to both of those, Canton and, and Cooperstown, yeah. for Hall of Fame uh, days. And Carl Elder went in and when Paul Molitor went in. Uh, the, the, the one in uh, Canton is uh, you've got kind of stadium seating and everybody comes in. And it's like you're going to an event. And, and the one in mm-hmm. Cooperstown, you go down to a park and you just kind of find a place to stand. Uh, during the induction ceremonies, but they they've got the same flavor from the standpoint that that uh, you, know, you know the 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 delegations that support the guys going in all go into one area and, and mm-hmm. cheer on you know whoever it is that that's their guy and and a lot of times it's it's pretty hot when we're there. But when I went to mm-hmm. to um, Canton uh, for Carl Eller, I actually went uh, kind of the same day deal with the guy and, and I was with Bud Grant and. Uh, mm-hmm. Bud is a Hall of Fame inductee, of course, and was at that time. Uh, but but most of the inductees they keep separate, you know, from the from the fan base on on on, uh, on Hall of Fame Saturday. And uh, and Bud was the one uh, because he didn't he was he didn't choose to be a part of you know participant as a Hall of Famer. He didn't go back to the Yellow Jackets. So it was just crazy because everywhere we went, he he was the one Hall of Fame inductee that people recognized. And of course, they just gravitated to him and oh, wanted to yeah. you know wanted to get his autograph, his picture. <laughs> because he was the one Hall of Famer that they saw, and, and, and Bud just wanted to be there to watch Carl go in uh, to the Hall of Fame. But th- they're also emotional times, boy, for the for the families oh. and the guys that get in, because I'm sure there's just so much reflection on your life and probably mm-hmm. the youth coach that you had that helped get you there, huh? Yeah, yeah. And, and Maxie, I, that's what I was going to ask you, since you have been to both. Um, and we've seen the, the NFL Hall of Fame oftentimes on television, and it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And you just brought up the word emotions. And... I always think of that, all, all these just unbelievable rocks that suddenly the emotions start to pour out. And it's uh, it's something that you've never had an opportunity to see from from the people you look up to in their in their sports. Is baseball very is it is it identical? Is it similar or is it a little less about the emotional side, would you say? Yeah, no, it is, you know, depending on the guy, of course, depending on the person yeah, that goes yeah. in. I think we all thought Jack Morris would break down because he's such an emotional guy. He didn't. He held it together. Um, but, uh, it, 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 you, what you see with these guys as they get up there is, and they're looking out at this audience. And like when I was there for Paul Molitor's, I was, uh, covering it, but I was with the Cretan delegation. And of course the Cretan delegate, Cretan Durham Hall, uh, you know, you're very familiar with it. We were just at the Hall of Fame induction there a few weeks yeah. ago, Pete, you and I together, but, <laughs> yeah. but, um, th- that, you know, you can see as he looks out, he goes, Wow, they had a lot to do with me making it. And then the other people that he sees that have been such important figures in his life and and, and to have that flashed in front of your eyes, I think, is what really gets these guys because they realize they didn't get there alone. And, and then they see the people that are so proud of them on, on that day because it's so elite, you know, the spot that they've ended mm-hmm. up in. And that, 
that really gets you. Then Carl Eller, of course, uh, he had his son Regis introduce him that day. And, yeah. and, and Regis is a scout. Uh, I think he's still with Jacksonville. Uh, but uh, Regis gave the introduction to him. They don't do that in baseball where you have someone introduce you. And they, I don't think they do it in football anymore either. But uh, that made for a real interesting father-son, you know, bonding experience oh, yeah. uh, in huh. terms of what was important in his life. And that, that was pretty cool. And a big guy like Carl, uh, you know what? Yep. Uh, those tears are still going to fall out when you've got your son yep. doing that, right? I mean, <laughs> yep. you know who's you know who's going to walk into the Hall of Fame? And I was it, it just going, coming back to the present, uh, it, it, Verlander. I mean, is yeah. is there anything this guy? I, I was watching a little bit Maxi, and then seeing him on TV, and he he is still at the highest level, and he's been around for a while now, and he's still yep. amazing. First pitcher this year, I think they won thirteen games, and boy, yep. he 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 just had another, you know, and he's and and Maxi now, and he's still yep. amazing. First pitcher this year, I think they won thirteen games, and. Boy, yep. he, he, he just had another, you know, and he's, and, and Maxie, how about this? He actually pitched seven innings last night. I mean, <laughs> he pitched seven innings, and he's coming off a of Tommy John surgery. And to yeah. your point about Buxton, you know, he, he was an all star, but he didn't want to pitch in the all star game. So he saved mm-hmm. himself. You know, he, he, yep. he knows what he's got himself on a program. Obviously, it wasn't his first all star game like it was Buxton. So it's a different, you know, sure. scenario. Sure. He's been there so many different times. Uh, but of course, when he's with the Tigers, he, he was outstanding when they had their good teams before he got traded. And I, I remember interviewing him a couple of times and he was he was really good as an interview, really articulate and smart. But when he went down for Tommy John surgery, I think a lot of people thought, well, we've seen the last of Justin Verlander. And he came mm-hmm. back even stronger and throwing as hard or harder uh, off oh, yeah. Tommy John surgery. And that's been, you know, we were talking earlier about durability, Pete. The Tommy yep. John surgery for pitchers has been uh, maybe one of the most miraculous or um, yep. uh, greatest innovations, whatever you want to call it. It has saved, procured, and guys come back and many times are stronger than they were when they went under mm-hmm. the knife uh, to get it done. And, and so many, Twins went on Kenta Mahita, uh, come back better pitchers, which is really uh, unusual because, you know, you get a knee injury or a hip injury or, you know, some of those things, generally you don't come back the same. Yeah, it is amazing. But and, and the fact that you just talked about, you know, the recovery, the guy's still throwing 100 miles an hour. I, you know, exactly. <laughs> it's it's absolutely spectacular. And, and you know, he's kind of the Tom Brady, you know, to some degree. Yep, I mean, exactly. He's, he's A lot, pushing yes. 40 years. He's pushing 40 years old and, and he's still throwing the heat like that. And and he's still at the very top of his game and the top of Major League Baseball. Uh, you know, how much better can it get? Yeah, it doesn't. (laughs) When we come back, we'll wrap up this edition of The Huddle. We'll talk some business and some Vikings training camp and more. 651-461-9226. If you want to join us, you're listening to The Huddle on WCCO. Welcome back to the huddle. I always get a couple of business questions in with Pete Nigerian during our segments because I find it uh, interesting. And I think most of the people that listen to the huddle uh, are dialed in on, uh, on Wall Street to an extent as well. Uh, Pete, when we have uh, uh, the, the heat waves here, there, and, uh, and now it looks like it's going to be pretty pleasant this week uh, throughout. Uh, but um, what, uh, what, what does that affect the economy much when, when there's lots of news reports about? Uh, uh, f- uh, fires in California. And things, mm. are, are they separate from the economy, or do they factor in? I think it's got to be factored in, Maxie. We're talking about millions and millions of dollars, all sorts of different workers that are having to be paid. We also know that there's a labor shortage going on in just about every aspect of our lives. And so 
Uh, yeah, I think the, there's a lot of these different factors that, that you have to look at and say, you know what, how is that going to affect things? How is that going to affect the economy? What's that going to do about this? You know, an easy example is that, that awful uh, situation where they've, they've lost basically the entire road in, inside of the uh, uh, camp. Yellowstone? And it's Yellowstone. And it just, it, you know, I just heard, Maxie, that it's potentially going to be upwards of a billion dollars to get that thing repaired and – the time frame that it's going to take to get it repaired. So, yeah, those are those are real numbers, and, and those are going to affect things. Um, and and so there's there's just so much going on, and the weather has certainly played a big part of it. As a matter of fact, it's it's interesting because the price of crude did slip this past week. We're back under a hundred, so hopefully we'll see that at the gas pumps. But uh, keep an eye on natural gas because that's actually been going up, 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 up again. And so there, you know, there's yep. there's the yin and the yang going on here right now. Yep. And, it is interesting as far as far as the markets are concerned. There's a, and, and and Maxie, we've got a huge bunch of earnings coming up this week. Now we're getting into the tech side of things. Is starting to report a lot of earnings and Apple and Microsoft and those kinds of names. And it's going to be busy and it's going to going to definitely be interesting to hear because a lot of these companies have talked about you know what we're going to slow down on our hiring and we are 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 slowing down on other aspects of our business model and. That alone um, gets people a little bit worried. So there's 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 a little bit of that going on as well. Now, now when Joe Biden comes down with uh, COVID, and it reminds everybody that we're not out of the COVID uh, window, we don't know when we will be. Does that do much with the economy? You know, I don't think so, Maxie. Uh, um, especially given the fact that 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 this particular round of COVID seems to be much more calm. People seem to be doing well. It seems like the president's doing, you know, reasonably well, other than the fact that he does have it. Um, and he's he's put out a lot of videos out there just to let everybody know that he's he's doing just fine. So I think that we believe that, and and with that belief, I don't think there is as much nervousness about that. But certainly. You know this monkeypox. There just seems to be one thing after another, Maxie. <laughs> it just yeah, yeah. it just doesn't end, right? And it's uh, it, it it it's fatiguing. But uh, you know, you you don't get to trade the markets you want. You trade the markets that you have, and that and that's what we've got. So you just have to navigate your way through that. And it's uh, it's all part of what all of us have to do all the time. And you you do have to pay attention to what's going on not just in the United States, but globally, just so that you can have a, a better, uh, you know, view of how you, you see things panning out over the next couple of weeks, months, or years. You know, one of the things in sports that I didn't necessarily anticipate when we went to COVID and, uh, you mm-hmm. know, obviously empty stadiums and all those things was, was that when it came back, um, that, you know, certainly some people are cautious about going to games and they're wearing masks and doing things like that and taking precautions, uh, uh, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I think the other thing that got pointed out, Pete, was um, live sports uh, have maybe become more important than ever before in terms of TV mm-hmm. programming, streaming and everything else. And so, therefore, they're coming out of this, I feel like, uh, with, you know, we've seen it in the NFL, but uh, just unbelievable windfall opportunities because the programming that they provide – uh, which is something that is compelling. You don't know who's going to win or lose the game uh, has kind of moved them back to the top of the food charts ec- economically. I feel like if, if oh, you yeah. own the product, uh, if you're one of the leagues and you own the product, you, you are really sitting in the catbird seat coming out of COVID. It seems like, and I did not know that that would happen. Yeah. And the great example of that Maxi is what we heard this past week or, or hopefully people had a chance to read about it, but the only publicly you know owned uh, entity in the NFL is the green Bay Packers. 
Yeah. People got a chance to see what their revenue looked like, and I think it was pretty eye-opening to a lot of people. And the other thing, Maxie, that uh, ties into that is American Express, which they reported their earnings this past week, and they said spending is at a record level, and so people are getting out there and they're doing things, but they specifically even said a lot of it has to do with live sporting events, concerts, as well as just travel itself. And so people are getting out and they're doing things, to your point. They're going to places. Shoot, just a couple of weeks ago I was down there in Kansas City at a Kenny Chesney concert that maybe 70-some-odd thousand people were in that stadium. So, you know, people are getting out, and they're doing a lot of these things. And and that's um, obviously a good thing, especially as long as we, we considered it to be safe still, which I think we are. I mean, we're sitting in a lot of different stadiums, a lot of airplanes. People don't have masks on anymore, and they seem to be doing very, very well in the bigger picture. Uh, you know, in we do hear picture, about yep, this, that, sure. and the other, but in the big picture, yeah. All right, now training camp starts for the Vikings on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, they, they, they get after it. What was mm-hmm. it like for you? What's it like for a guy that comes in <laughs> and, and they don't know if they're going to make the team or not? Uh, you know, you're assessing the depth chart and everything else. Just take us through what's the anxiety level like? We always think about oh. the glamour, but what's it like for the guy? And, and, and you've gone into camps before. What's mm-hmm. it like to go into a training camp with uncertainty? Well, and, and that's exactly who Pete Nigerian was, Maxie, uncertainty, because you and know, most I wasn't players the first, are. Well, but if you're a first round pick and they give you a new yeah, money, you're, you're yep. going to be there. <laughs> you know, that's just yep. the way it's going to be. But yeah, you're you're laying there at night and after a week or two, you start, you know, you're staring up at the ceiling thinking, you know, they're going to they're going to keep four or five linebackers. Am I one of those four or five? And you just start going yeah. through the list, you know, and that, and that yep. keeps you up and, and, and gets you a little bit nervous. But. You know, you, you can't control that. You just got to go out there and do whatever it is that you can do at the very highest level that you can. And hopefully they see that on film and they see who you are. And But it's I'll tell you what, it is an elite group of people, Maxie. When you really look at the NFL and you look at how many stars there are all across the country, Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, all of those different things that go into it, when you factor that in and then you know that there are only whatever it is, 1,600, 1,700 guys that are actually there, that's right. Um, it, it is a uh, it's a special thing to be on those teams. And it, it really is a, an amazing accomplishment. But one thing I will say about it as well. Well, Maxie, I miss the days of going to camp, going to, you know, Mankato, you know, that I know not a real camp to make that drive. But that was yeah. fun, right? Because, yeah. you know, you, you matter of fact, I was looking around. The Cowboys still go to Oxnard, and, and Buffalo yep. still goes to St. John Fisher College. You know, these these little schools. Carolina, yep. I think, still goes to Wolford, and, and the Rams are at UC Irvine. So I like that because it's it's a way to gel as a team, I think, when you're in a dorm room. You're not, you know, you don't have this posh living space and everything else. You're you're in a dorm room, and you're, you're with all the guys, you know, and it might be hot and all those kinds of things, but – you do find something that kind of pulls you as a team, I think, together in those circumstances. And, and, you, and, you, and you don't have the ability to just go all over the place. You kind of stay right where you are in, in Missouri Western State University if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, it's a, yeah. the, there yeah, are teams come that up River Falls, yeah. Yep, I yeah. remember. Oh, gosh. Remember the Cheese League, right? We had the Kansas the City League. Chiefs yep. were New up there. The Saints would come. And <laughs> yeah. New Orleans came Mike to Mike Ditko's coaching the Saints. I remember they'd come up with scrimmage. Oh, and uh, That was yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, I, there were some fun things. Well, Pete, and we we'll got to look for Trey Lance. Week. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, yeah, uh, we'll do it again next week, and uh, we'll be a little bit further down the road in the football season, believe it or not. But we'll cover the Twins and much more. You've been listening to the Huddle. It is the Twins and Detroit Tigers game two today, and then on to the Milwaukee Brewers plus Hall of Fame Sunday. We'll have it all covered right here at News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.